Welcome to the Grace Family International Church Podcast Service. This message is by our senior pastor, Reverend Yinka Ojo. Be blessed as you listen. I'm going to be sharing, the Spirit of God wants me to share with you a message. And it's a series of messages titled, The Holy Spirit and You. The Holy Spirit and You. We will never get tired of the Holy Spirit because this is His time. If you read the Bible well, you'll see that in the history of man, out of the Holy Trinity, there seems to be a time in which it was the Father who was mainly at work, physical presence on the face of this earth, especially during the time, from, of course, from the time of Adam in the Garden of Eden, but especially during the time when Abraham was here, the time of the promise, he dealt with Abraham. He, he, then he called the children of God out, and he dealt with them in the wilderness. He gave them laws in, on Mount Sinai. The Father God spoke to Moses, and people saw his power, his presence, and, and all of that. But then there came a time in which it seemed like the second person of the Trinity, God the Son, the living word himself, became flesh. And the other two persons of the Trinity stepped back in background and allowed God the Son to move on the face of this earth. He was with us for 33 and a half years. He raised the dead. He cast out devils. He multiplied loaves and fishes. He, he, he preached and he taught. And he did so many wonderful things. And then he went. Ultimately, the main thing he came to do was to remove the same nature that Adam accepted for the human race in Genesis chapter 3. He came to take it upon himself and deal with it and remove it from mankind forever and ever uh, so that man would not go to hellfire again. And then he died on the cross after taking our nature of sin in the garden of Gethsemane. And three days and three nights he suffered for all of the sin of mankind from Adam and Eve and on to the last human being that will be walking the face of this planet. All of the suffering for their sins were compressed by God's own supernatural divine wisdom into those three days and three nights and Jesus suffered it all and then when the claims of supernatural divine justice was met, God quickened Jesus, raised him from the dead and when he was raised from the dead, he collected all the authority that Adam had surrendered to the devil. He collected the keys of death and hell. He stripped Satan of all of the jewels on his being and he, he rose up victorious and he paraded Satan defeated to all the other presidents and powers and then he resurrected to heaven and he entered into the holy of holies and is seated at the right hand of God right now. Anybody that accepts the second person of the holy trinity is now also lifted out of sin and darkness and dominion of the devil and made to sit together on the same seat throne with Christ Jesus. That is what it means to be born again. But then, just before Jesus finally left, he began to announce and said, it is expedient 
that I go away. It is right. It is preferable that I go away. And he said, when I go away, the Holy Ghost will come to you. And that was what happened on the day he ascended. Before 400 of them, he left. The clouds received him and they watched him as he ascended into heaven. But then he said, tarry in Jerusalem. And they waited in the upper room. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, there was a sound as of a rushing mighty wind that filled all the house they were sitting. And there was divided, there appeared cloven tongues of fire on the head of each of them. There were 120 of them in the upper room. And the Bible says, and these people began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Ghost gave them utterance. And that was the first day. God, the Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, stepped on this planet. And it is his time now. And he's going to be here until the rapture takes place. He is the one commanding things. He is the one in charge of the church. And he must be the one in charge of your life and my life. If our lives will succeed. So you must know him. And you must allow him. You cannot afford to live your life alone. And think you will make it in this world. You cannot. You cannot abandon him. You cannot be ignorant of him. And think you will make it. I've got news for you. He, has, he is God. But he is God the third person of the Holy Trinity. And he has been sent to be in charge of all that is happening in the kingdom of God. All that the children of God are doing during this dispensation. During this time. During this age that started on the day of Pentecost. Acts chapter 2. And it will end on the day of the rapture. When the trumpet blows. And the church is cut up out of here. Until then. The Holy Spirit must be in charge and is the one that's been said to be in charge. So we are in the dispensation of the third person of the Godhead. Let me give us a few scriptures. First John chapter 5. I don't, see, from time to time, as people are getting saved, we must co-opt them into the revival and the river of the spirit. Or people are getting converted from a life of Christian, religious Christianity into a real living church. Word-based Holy Ghost church like this church they have to be taught we have to be patient to teach and bring them in so i'm going to be saying some things that will be reminders to a few of us but fresh knowledge to many of us can we say amen somebody now because the holy ghost wants to do great things in our lives but let's start with this there are three persons of the godhead but they are essentially one in focus in action in mind and in activity but God, the Godhead is expressed. First John chapter 5, verses 7 and 8. is expressed in three personalities. And it's there all through the scriptures, but encapsulated in this chapter. I'm always telling people, this is the litmus chapter. When I want to buy a Bible in a bookstore, I always open to this. First John chapter 5, verses 7 and 8. Many versions of the Bible they make now, Satan has inspired the fake teachers and the fake prophets who have the fake publishing houses to remove verses 7 and 8 amongst other things. No. You cannot remove that. Because Satan knows that that is a main truth that is establishing and governing the universe. So if you read, if you buy a Bible, maybe some of you are sitting down and I said First John 5, 7 and 8 and you open your Bible and it's not there. Or maybe it's not there like the one I'm going to be reading now. Uh, you have a wrong Bible, fake Bible. 
Bible that has been tampered with. <laughs> First John 5, 7, 6. For there are three. There are how many? There, Lord, can you speak up, please? There are how many? There are three that bear record. That means they govern. They are the ones that the final record of heaven is in their hands. The three that bear record in heaven. Number one, the Father. God the Father. Number two, the Word. Jesus was in existence before Mary conceived him. Jesus was in existence in heaven before he was born by Mary. He wasn't called Jesus Christ then. He was called the Word, the living Word. That's why you read the Gospel of John. It starts by saying, the beginning was the Word, the, beginning was the, word. the, the Word was the God, and the Word was God. And if you go on to read from verses 12, 13, and 14, it says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. So that Word that John was talking about there is Jesus. His name, before the angel came and told Mary what name they should call him, was the Word. God, the word, the living word, also known as Jesus Christ. That's the second person of the Trinity. And then the Father, the word, or Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit. And these three are how many? The three are one. Amen. Do you know that as you're sitting down there, you are three? You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. But the three are one. They are, just, they are one. My spirit doesn't have a separate name. My soul has a separate name. My body has a separate soul name. No. All the three are one. But they are three. Praise God. All right. So, so next verse. And there are three. There are how many? Can you speak up, please? There are how many? And there are three that bear witness, even here or not. So remember, heaven is God's throne. Earth is God's footstool. Satan did not create this earth. Satan is not the ultimate charge of this earth. It is human beings that are disobeying God and are obeying him that is giving him territory on the face of this earth. But that is why you and I are here, children of light, to push him out. Can somebody say amen? If you are a child of light, say it loud, amen. amen. So on earth, the ultimate authority, there are three that bear witness. On this planet. God has put three. To bear witness unto him. On this planet. And who are the three? What is the three? Number one. The spirit. The spirit of God. You see? And then number two. The, what else? Water. Water is the word. Jesus Christ talks about. We being washed with water. By washing of water of the word of God. So, the Holy Spirit, number two, the word of God, this word that I'm preaching, this word that is contained in this Bible, that's the second witness that God has on the face of the earth. And what's number, what's not, well, that's number two. And then number three is what? The blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. We cannot be saved without the blood of Jesus. Without the, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of forgiveness of sins. The only reason why you will not go to hell is because the blood, you have accepted the washing of the blood of Jesus to wash away your sins away. So these are the three highest things that heaven reckons with on the face of the earth. The Holy Spirit, 
Then the word of God. Then the blood of Jesus Christ that leads to salvation. But in these two, uh, uh, verses 7 and 8, there is one person that is constant there that occurs in both. And who is that? The Holy Ghost or the Spirit. The Holy Ghost. He is the highest in heaven, but here on earth, he is number one in charge. So this series is titled The Holy Ghost and You. The Holy Spirit and you. And um, it is very important the Holy, that you understand that the Holy Spirit is a person. Amen. Say after me, the Holy Spirit is a person. The Holy Spirit is who? It's not a thing. The Holy Spirit is not a cloud. It's not a smoke. The Holy Spirit is not one thing that is not a dove. Doves are doves. Holy Spirit is different. Amen. All right? So, you got to understand that uh, the, the, the Holy Spirit is a person. It's a personality. Praise the Lord. He is... Uh, a, now, when we say a person, a person is somebody that has feelings. Feelings. The Holy Spirit has feelings. Look, I have feelings. How many of you have feelings? Are you sure you have feelings? Praise God. If I send you a million US dollars now, will you show any feeling? So you have feelings. You're already even showing feelings and I've not sent anything. You're already feeling good. You're already smiling at me. I say, hey, if it be prophecy. So we have feelings. I pray not. If somebody just blow you a, a, a whoosh on your mouth, slap you, whoo, will you have feelings? You have feelings. Yeah, we have feelings. If somebody serves you, breakfast. The Nigerian breakfast. Breakfast from hell. Broken heart. Yeah, we have feelings. All right. So, so the Holy Ghost has feelings. It's a person with feelings. The Holy Spirit has a personality. He has likes and dislikes. That's what I have likes and dislikes. There's some colors I don't like to wear in form of cloth. For instance, if I see a deep blue suit and I see a pink suit, I have, I have personality. I will not, even if I'm just waking up from the sleep, I will not pick the pink suit. Not just because dogs will bark at me when I wear it, but even inside, even my skin will be scratching. So I will not. The Holy Ghost has likes and dislikes. He has things he likes. He has things he doesn't like. Right? When a person, when we say he is a person, that means he has ideas. The Holy Spirit has ideas about things, about your life, about my life. The Holy Spirit has uh, emotions. So people don't understand. That's what makes you a person. Emotions. Emotions are created by God. Of course, some of it perverted by the devil. But by and large, emotions are created by God. And the Holy Spirit is a person with emotions. All right. That's why the Bible teaches that it can be grieved. To be grieved means to be made sad. To be made unhappy. That is a person with emotions. You can make him unhappy. Maybe you are sitting down there. Maybe you've been making him unhappy all these years of your life. That's why he wants you to correct certain things. But you can make him happy. Emotions. You can make him happy. 
about you. All right. A person, when it says somebody is, is, a, is a personality, is a person that means he has agenda. He has his own agenda. He has his own plans. Praise the Lord. And, and uh, go to 2 Corinthians chapter 13, everybody. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. I won't be preaching for long. I want us to pray. 2 Corinthians chapter 13. I want us to pray. The, the book of 2 Corinthians ends with verse 14. The mention, it makes mention of the Holy Trinity again. It makes mention of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And it says certain things that we should know about each of the three persons of the Trinity. What they are emphasizing in your life. What they want to be with you. And what they want to be seen in your life as a child of God. Amen. The first person mentioned here is Jesus Christ. The Bible says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. At the end of the verse, it, it says, be with you all. In other words, be manifested in your life. God wants, Jesus Christ wants his grace. Grace to be seen in your life. His grace, which starts with salvation. You get saved. And then you walk in the path of salvation. His grace. So grace is attached to Jesus Christ. And then to God the Father. The next is mentioned. And the love, the agape of the Father. The agape of God. God wants you to make joy in his agape. Embrace his love. And then be a dispenser of his love. But then, very interestingly, you know, something is mentioned about the Holy Spirit that is very peculiar. The Bible says, and concerning the Holy Spirit, what does God want to be seen in your life concerning the Holy Spirit? And the communion of the Holy Spirit. Now, that is not talking about what we've just taken out. It's not talking of the breaking of bread. That you must understand what the real original meaning of the word communion is all about. The word, that word communion is the Greek word koinonia. Please write it down. Koinonia. K-O-I-N-O-N-I-A. Koinonia. Koinonia. And the koinonia. So, as far as Jesus is concerned, the, the Godhead is looking for the grace that comes from Jesus to be seen in you. As far as the Father God is concerned, the Holy Trinity is looking for the love of the Father, for you to be known with the love of the Father. But when it comes to the Holy Spirit, the one who is governing the work of God on earth, the one who the Father and the Son have stepped back for and is now in the forefront of the agenda of the Godhead on earth, God says what we want to be known in your life, what we want you to be known for in your life as regards the Holy Spirit is koinonia. What does koinonia mean? Koinonia is a multifaceted, multidimensional Greek word that has about six or seven meanings. Number one, it means fellowship. Fellowship. When you fellowship with somebody, that means you spend time talking back and forth. You are talking. That's the meaning of fellowship. After the service, for instance, and you go and meet somebody, and you say, how are you doing? Oh, how was your week? How are you doing? How are you? And you are talking, 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 talking. What you are doing there is you are fellowshipping. The Holy Spirit said he wants to be like that with you. Chit chat, talk back and forth, communicate. Chat me up, I chat you up. That's fellowship. 
Holy Spirit say, I want that with you. All right, number two. Koinonia means partnership, partnership, partnership. You cannot live this life alone. You will fail and fall, Jakarta. If you are honest and sincere, and you are in your truthful, quiet, alone moment, you should look at your life and say, Kai, I'm a failure in many areas. I see people, especially many people who are very wealthy and rich and famous. They are wealthy and rich, but they cannot keep a marriage together. Their marriage has failed. They cannot keep the plan of God into their marriage. Some other people, they may be famous for this one, but then you look at other areas, they are big time failures. Because, really, you cannot really be the excellent human being you are ordained to be. No human being can be without the partnership of the Holy Spirit. He must partner with you. Amen. He must come, come, come here. Come. Partnership, koinonia. That's the, what Holy Ghost, the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the partnership of the Holy Spirit. He must, you must put your hand in his hand like this, and then you walk, when you follow my step. When he takes step, that's when you take step. You match his step. You are watching his step. He is the senior partner, but you are also his partner. I don't know if you've ever seen businesses where they have partnership. There is a senior partner. He is the most experienced. He is the most connected. He is the wealthiest. He is the one that brings the, the biggest money down. He is the one that has the biggest connection in Abuja and everywhere else. He is the one. But then the junior partner, he wants people to come in, to work. They have energy. They have the strength. They may even have some uh, uh, internet savviness, more than the senior partner. They may know about um, social media, Instagram, TikTok, but this man, he, he, can, he can buy the whole of TikTok company. He can, buy, he can buy Zuckerberg from top to toe. What does he want to be knowing about uh, uh, Instagram for, or Facebook? He's the senior partner. He has resources for everything. So you must humble yourself. I know you know how to set up Instagram pages and how to make, but you must realize the one who discovered Facebook and Instagram, etc., this one can buy him up with his ancestors. So, humble yourself, and if he says, so if he's moving with you, realize you are partners. You must partner with him, but you must always recognize the Holy Ghost is the senior. The senior partner. But you must be your partner. Take your seat. He must be your partner. You must hold his hand. Or you'll be lost. And the devil, like a roaring lion, is looking for Christians who are not holding the hands of the Holy Spirit. He's looking. What is he searching for that makes a Christian devourable? He's looking for those who have not accepted the Holy Spirit as their senior partner. They are doing it all alone. I've met some people who say, no, 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 don't come and meet me with my money. I'm a self-made man. You are, that is a curse. You are calling upon yourself. A child of God should never open their mouth and brag, I am a self-made man. You will not make heaven. Only God-made people will make heaven. Heaven does not celebrate self and some self-made. No. Are you Holy Ghost made? Are you God made? Can all the glory for your achievements and attainment, can it go to heaven? 
I see some people, they hardly fall sick, and then they say, well, it is the good genes I inherited from my parents. Who gave you those parents? Who even told you that's why you are so healthy? Learn to give the praise and glory to God. I see some people, they will spend time painting everything, attaching, and they say, ah, God, they create. God took extra time to make me, to make, to make me so fine like this. So, you, you know such people don't make good wives. Hey, it's quiet. Hey, did I drop a bomb? Do you know ladies who emphasize so much external beauty? They don't make excellent wives. It's even more quiet. Should I say it a third time? I won't say it a third time. I think, I think it has entered enough. So when they look at you and they tell you, ah, you are fine, you are this, don't just say, ah, I'm yeah. If I'm not fine, who will be fine? Ha! Ha! Everybody, everybody say, ha! under the Holy Spirit's hold. Alright, let's go a bit further. Let's go further. The word koinonia means partnership. The word koinonia also means participation. Participation. He only goes wants to participate in your life. He wants to be involved in your life. He wants to be involved in your decision. A lot of the decisions you make, if you involve him, if he participates, you will not make them. Okay. You are a boss in an office. And they bring this girl. You know how these ones that look so yo-yo, like mommy water girls? And she just come like this and say, I'm the new tea girl they have given you. And they thought to cost you and say, ah! I have found my second wife. First of all, don't just conclude like that. Take that to the Holy Ghost and say, please participate in this. Don't you think this girl will make a second wife? And listen, and let him participate in your decision making. See, that's why I say, many decisions we make, we never run it by the Holy Ghost, because the Holy Ghost will tell you, hey, you want to go to hell? You are already one leg in hell for even thinking like that. Forget it. Get out. Sack her. You need a male tea, tea guy. Tea will not make you hand in hellfire. Participation. He wants to participate in your decisions. He wants to participate in your life. You cannot just be living your life on your own and say, well, some people, when they want to do something, they just look for the richest person in in their extended family. And go and bow to him and say, I want to do this. So I want because of money. You are bowing to a tree. You know, paper money is made out of trees. You are a tree worshiper. You are bowing to a tree. But to, to go and meet Holy Ghost and say, I want to make this, they will not. But there's one uncle with pot, big pot belly, belly loaded with demons. They will go and meet him. You have come again. What do you want to do? I'm thinking of picking a second wife. Ah, I've been looking at you since that your wife is too 
arrogant. You should have been on wife three by now. How much do you need for that? It's only 50,000 naira the dollar. Oh, come and take 500,000. You know, that is how many people make decisions in their lives. And then you are further, many further steps closer to hellfire. Some people don't like me preaching about hellfire, but I'm just a preacher like Jesus. Jesus preached a lot about hell. In fact, some people said that statistically, mathematically in John, he mentioned the issue of hell more than heaven. Of course, because it's a warning. It's a warning. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you will not go to hell in Jesus' name. Then tell them, neighbor, I too will not go to hell in Jesus' name. So if you will not go to hell, let the Holy Ghost participate in your decision making. Let him participate. You know, a lot of things you think you want to do, you will not do them again. You not do them. Next, koinonia means interaction. He, he wants to interact with you. He wants to interact with you. You know, some of, some of us can come to church, sit down with somebody for one and a half hours, two hours, next to somebody, and you refuse to interact. I used to think it's only in plane. Inside plane, you can sit down with somebody for six hours, seven hours, and not interact. You bought your ticket, I bought my ticket. Sometimes inside the elevator, 10th floor, you can enter elevator. This is what I noticed in the elevators, even in Nigeria and abroad. When you meet people there, hardly greet yourself, then everybody is looking at the, the number. One, two, three, four. They are interacting only with the figure when they reach floor nine. They never talk. Holy Ghost said, don't treat me like an elevator. Don't treat me like you just sit down and then I am and ignore me. Stop ignoring me. And then, so you got to participate. We've got to interact. Interact means we talk back and forth. Country, the next word is communication. And then, so of course, all of this, you know, that means communication. The communion of the Holy Spirit, koinonia means communication. That means you talk. Holy Ghost is a talker. And a listener. He wants you to talk to him and he wants you to listen to him talk to him. It's, it's that, that he talks. He wants to. No. One thing he hates is you are ignoring him. No. Don't, don't live a life ignoring the Holy Spirit. Find out more. Learn more about him. Talk to him about everything. Talk to him about everything. And listen, he has an idea about everything. And the idea he has about everything is the correctest idea. If you like, don't like my English. But you understand what I mean? Eh? There is correct, there is corrector, and there is correctest. Eh? This one, this idea is above corrector and above correct. Sometimes his idea about the issue may not be a popular idea. Usually they are not popular, what he will tell you with human beings. But because he's, he and the Father and the Lord Jesus are on a higher level and they are the ones that created you. They were here before earth was created, before Adam was created. They were in existence before time was created. They were even in existence before eternity that created time was in existence. So usually the idea about so many things that will make your life blow they will be unpopular. Be ready. Be ready. When I started following the way of God, all of my family turned their back on me. 
My mother turned her back on me. My father disowned me. And they were not living together. But the devil just kind of spoke to them at the same time. And they, within a few days of each other, they sent a message to me. I just finished my youth call, and I said I was going into ministry. And each of them from different states sent the same message to me and said, we've disowned you. Ah, if I was going to hellfire, or I was going to be a cocaine pusher, or I was going to be a 419 fraud person, and you disowned me, I would understand. But I say, I am going to be helping others. I found Christ. I'm going to be helping others full time to follow Christ. That is what the Holy Spirit has told me to do. You are disowning me? I say, yes, we disown you. You are not our child again. So I faced God. Kept on doing the work of the ministry. And that went on for two years. Oh, my flesh had feelings. I was hurt, and I keep on asking Holy Ghost, are you sure, are you sure I shouldn't forget about this ministry thing? Are you sure I should not leave the ministry? Are you sure? And the Holy Ghost said, no, 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 you know our idea. It may be unpopular, but it's the best. Just stay with it. Don't worry, we're working on them. One year went. I said, are you sure you are working on them? Are you sure this idea of yours, Holy Ghost, is the best? I said, no, no, it's the best. Don't worry. The second year, two years. At the end of the second year, my father came from a kitty state. Traveled all the way across Nigeria to Kaduna, where I was, and said, I want to see you and talk to you. Ah. Then he told me, I'm sorry for saying I disowned you. I have rehoned you now. Of course, he saw my house. He saw I was doing well. So I talked to him about the scripture. I said, I forgive you. The day you said it, I have no choice but to forgive you. But So what are you going to do? He said, well... A friend of his has been preaching to him. Now he has surrendered his life to Christ. That's why he came to meet me. I said, very good. He left. Two weeks later, my mother traveled from Ibado. They didn't talk to each other. And came to Kaduna. And said, I just came to tell you that I'm sorry for saying we disowned you. I have come to reown you back. Ah, who is writing this script for these people? <laughs> Holy Ghost. Everybody say, Holy Ghost. I've given my life to Christ. I really see I was wrong. I didn't know I was fighting against God when I was fighting you. I'm sorry. I said, no, the first day you said, I forgive you. I have no choice. Then everybody, my brothers, my sister, everybody got born again, spirit-filled. And then they became my biggest supporters. And then the Lugo said, you see, our idea is right. You see, if you had decided that because of their persecuting you, you will not serve again, and you wash your hands off, and you leave the ministry. We told you, no, 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 you are not going to be a geologist. You are going to be a full-time minister. But you go back to geology, a lot of bad things will happen. But not only that, they will not get saved. They will not have gotten saved. And some of them will be dying one by one and going to hellfire. Because you will be in strife, and you will be in disobedience. Sometimes... His idea, many a times, the ideas of the Holy Ghost will not be popular. But they are the, they are the correctest. Hmm. Praise the Lord. He desires communication and contribution into your life. I want to talk to us, and I'm closing now, but the next thing I want to talk to us is from... Alright, I won't tell you. Stand up, everybody. Don't let me open another matter. If I start it, it may take 30 minutes to clear it. 
Let me leave it here. Next time when I preach, this Wednesday, we're going to be having praise and worship to the Lord on Wednesday. Next time when I preach, I want to talk about 10 reasons why it's better to have the Holy Spirit. And 10 reasons why your life will be better. Praise God. I want to pray for you to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And there are people here, you just need a fresh touch of the Holy Spirit also. It's like, I'm far, my life is so dry, I'm far from any reasonable relationship with the Holy Spirit. I will pray for you. But, you are here, please listen, you are not yet filled with the Spirit, with evidence of speaking in tongues. If you do not, if you are not filled with the Spirit, with the biblical evidence, you will not be able to walk in koinonia with the Holy Spirit as you should. I was born into a Christian home. I was not born into a juju home or Islamic home or any kind. I was born into the name, my father's name, baptismal name is Joseph. My mother's baptismal name is Rachel. But the two of them were never saved. They were just nominal Christian. You can be a nominal Christian. You can be a Christian. When you feel from government form, when they say religion, you can put Christianity, and you may end up in hell. You're just religious. You don't have a personal relation with Christ. So I was born into that kind of house. We will go to church. When they preach, I have never had any of their sermons about the Holy Spirit. All those years I spent in that denominational church. From time to time, they will talk about God in heaven, the Father. From time to time, especially Easter, they will talk about Jesus. But never would they talk about Acts chapter 2. Never would they talk about the Holy Spirit. Because even the leaders in the church don't know God. Because if you know God, you cannot know God without the agency of the Holy Spirit. You can have a sense, knowledge, understanding of God. And I was there. At the age of seven, they said, be baptized. I got baptized. I had a godmother. They gave me a wise Bible. Even my own baptism that day was special because it was a white man that baptized me from the Greek Orthodox Church. He put water and inside a bowl of water and put a cross in the name of the Father. The name of the Son, the name of the Holy Spirit, you are baptized. And they gave me a wise Bible. I went to a missionary school, secondary school. They said we should be confirmed. I said, I don't want to, I don't want to do all that thing. Then our chaplain said, if you are not confirmed, you cannot marry a girl from this denomination. I said, I don't want my choices to be limited. What should I do? They said, memorize all these songs. Memorize all this prayer. Sew white shirt, white trouser, buy white shoe. And we organize the ceremony. I was confirmed. I was as spiritually dead as anything. Until I got out of secondary school. I entered University of Ibadan. The second week of my being on campus 
I went for a meeting in some girls' room. I was going to look for girls, actually. I wasn't looking. The day I got born again, the day I found Jesus, I was going to look for girls. Look at the way you're all looking at me. I mean, what, what is a 16-year-old male, male guy interested in more than girls? So we went to the girls' hostel. But this girls' room, I didn't know that it was full of born-again sisters. And they were having a fellowship. And I ran, I walked right into a fellowship. Hey! But I wanted to be a nice boy. So I said, if I turn back now, they may jump on me and cast out demons. Demons, come out! I don't want them to think I have a demon. So I will sit for five minutes. And then, when they already feel that maybe I'm getting it, I'll just excuse myself and I'll leave. Wrong mistake. I sat for one minute. The person leading the fellowship just turned at me and said, are you born again? Voila. Anyway, long and short, I was led to Christ in a female room. Some of you got saved in a crusade ground. You have... At least you can shine. Some of you got saved on the street. Don't even, at least you can shine. Me, I can't shine. I got saved. Look, it's a shame. Looking for a, a girl. This God is a God of mercy. But I found Christ. And then the guy that led me to Christ said, I want to get you filled with the Spirit. I said, Holy what? He gave me some scriptures. Go and read it. Then he came and did follow up. He took me somewhere and he prayed for me. The day he prayed for me to be filled with the Holy Spirit. See, it took two weeks after he led me to Christ before he came to talk to me about the Holy Spirit. Those two weeks, I was not too serious. I just said, well, I've prayed a prayer. Then after I got filled with the Spirit, a, that was when a, a fear of God came upon my life that did not, was not there the day he led me to Christ. Because the Holy Ghost physically came and moved into me. Hey! I started speaking in tongues. I was, I felt rain falling on me and there was no rain. I felt wind blowing on me and nothing was breezy. Hey! And I started speaking in tongues. I said, no, 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 no. My life has changed. And since then, I've never looked back. I entered into partnership with him. Some of you have some family members, some friends who are saved, but they're not growing. They, you need to get them filled with the spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. Some of you, there's no difference in your life. You are always struggling with your life and etc. concerning things of God. It is the Holy Ghost who must be your partner. So we're going to pray for you to be filled with the Spirit today with evidence of speaking in tongues until your tongues is flowing like a river. Until it's flowing like a river, like that, you are not there. So two things. You are not yet filled with the Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. I want you to come. There's a filling station of heaven here today. You have, you have been ministered to before to be filled with the Spirit, but the tongues is not flowing well. I want you to also come. And then, while you are coming, each and every one of us, please, 
Hold somebody's two hand, one person's two hand. Not somebody you know well. Not somebody you came from the same house with, preferably. Somebody different. We're going to pray in other tongues for one another. So hold somebody, hold somebody, hold somebody. But don't always obey the instruction from the pulpit. When a man or a woman is under the anointing, that is God instructing you. Always be obedient. If you are not yet filled with the Holy Spirit, please come to the front. Now, when we start praying, when we start praying, pray in other tongues for that person. If they are not praying in tongues for you, please, you and them, come to the front. I want to pray for them. Please, if they tell you to come to the front, don't resist because I'm the one that said they should make you, help you to come to the front. Alright, but if they want to come on their own now, let them start coming to the front on their own. In the name of Jesus. Father God, say after me, everyone say after me, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I want to have a new walk, a higher walk with the Holy Spirit. I want my brother to have a higher walk with the Holy Spirit. As we pray for one another, Spirit of the living God, touch us by your power. In Jesus' name, let's begin to pray. I need one of the counselors, one counselor to be here, or two, two guys to come. I want to pray for this, this gentleman. And minister only goes to them. Pray for the person. If they are not yet spirit-filled, come along to the front and let's pray together. Lembre dozenda ramananga lagada bashatados lebade lebade lebrodosta kata kata come on pray for one another pray well pray for fire of revival pray say and my sister will be cut will be touched with the fire my brother will be touched with the fire that is my desire ramanda kata yaboda zamananga labada gayadas mota shanda raman I need two people to come and pray for them one by one and make sure they have spirit spirit. Make sure the person you are holding is praying for you in other tongues. Make sure these others that they are praying for you in English or in any language from their mind. Let them pray for you by the spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I want your partnership. I want your communion. I want to participate with you. Uh, I want your contribution into my life. Uh, I want your fellowship and your friendship. Let that be your heart's cry. Ask your partner. If, they, if you are not sure they are speaking in tongues like I am doing now, ask them. Let's go and receive Holy Spirit baptism. It's a free gift. I'll go with you. Come on. I'll go with you. Let's go. If the two of you are not filled with the Holy Spirit, then the two of you should come together. Convince that person. You, you got to convince them like you are convincing them to get born again. If you, are a, if you are a deacon or a minister or a pastor, 
if you can hand over the person you are praying for, if they speak in tongues, somebody, please come and help me to pray for the people that are in front here right now. There are people in front that need to get filled with the Spirit. Come, come. This is important. Pray for them. Lay hands on them and see that they are praying in other tongues. People are coming. Come this way. Come to this side. Hello. Let's come to the side. Yes. Pray for them that they speak in tongues. Come on, pray, 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 everybody. Holy Ghost, a new walk with the Spirit. A new walk with the Spirit. A new walk with the Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, baptize us afresh. Come Holy Spirit, baptize me afresh. Come Holy Spirit, touch me afresh. Oh, let that be your prayer. Menga lama nanga rosa Whoever you are, whether you are an usher, whether you are a media person, whether you are whatever, get involved, be involved. The Spirit of God is doing something in this month of October. Wonderful works. Your life is going to get better this month of October. If he becomes your senior partner, your life will take off into a higher level of glory. Your finances will take off to a higher level of glory. Your Christian work will take off. Now, while they are praying for those who are in front, everybody in the audience, in the church, drop, drop the hands of the person you are holding. Now, lift up your own two hands. Those in front, keep on praying. But everybody in the church, lift up your two hands. Close your eyes. I'm going to pray now. The Spirit of God is going to be to touch people. What do I mean by that? There's a difference between the omnipresence of God and the manifest presence of God. God is present everywhere, but when his manifest presence is touching you, you are going to feel his touch. I told you I, one day, that day I felt his wind. I felt like rain falling on me. You may feel like warmth. You may feel like fire. You may feel like you are drunk. God will begin to touch certain ones of you as I pray right now. As soon as I pray, and it begins to touch you, I want you to start coming, make your way to come to the front. That certain ones of you, he will touch. But yield yourself, lift your hand and just tell the Lord in your mind, I'm ready. Holy Spirit, you are moving in this church. I am ready. Please, people should not be moving up and down. Can you help me with these teenagers? If they are coming down, let them stay on one side. I don't want anybody moving. Everybody respect the Holy Spirit. He can be grieved if you don't respect him. Lift up those two hands. Spirit of the living God, I ask that you begin to touch your people in your manifest presence. I know that whenever we give you room to touch your church, your people, you will do it. So I ask you right now, let your fire, let your hand of fire touch now. Touch like wind, touch like rain, touch. Touch, that's it. That's it. That's it. You may even feel like something is breaking out from inside of you. 
Like you want to laugh, or you want to just speak out loud. The Holy Spirit, touch now. That's it. Touch, touch. Let your hand touch. Touch, touch. And loose the hand of God. The manifest presence of God. Now, now, now. Ushers, help me. Anybody that you see the Lord is touching, bring them to the front. I want to pray for them. All over. Ushers, now look around. I want you to bring her. Bring her. Just put them here. Put them here. Ushers, help me. Ushers, help me. Anybody you see, the, if the Lord is touching you already, the hand of God is on you. Make your way to the front. Leave them. Rabadai, Spirit of God, touch. Hand of God, touch. Let your heart be hungry. Can you just bring this lady? Yes, bring her. The other lady, let's bring her to this side. Walk her up. Bring her up. Just stand here and lift your hand. Touch! See, Usher. Bring her here. Closer, closer, closer. Let the Lord, let the beginning, a new beginning. Yes, a new beginning. A new beginning of the Holy Spirit. Move of the Spirit. A new beginning. A new beginning. Anywhere you are, lift your hand and say, Listen, don't pass me by today. Don't pass me by. The Lord is distributing gifts. 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 The Lord is distributing gifts. Lift your hand and say, I receive my own gift. Tell the Lord, I receive my own gift. Gifts. The Spirit of God is still moving. It's still moving. It's still moving. It's still moving. It's still moving all over this sanctuary. All you have to do is yield to Him. Just tell the Lord, have your way. Have your way. Have your way. If you feel, you are feeling like there's a touch of God on your life. You are feeling like cold breeze. You are feeling like fire on your face, on your hand, on your leg, on your body. Just step to the front here. Come and receive more. Come and receive more. Come and receive more. Come and receive more. Just come. Bring them. Stand in front here. But you in the church, lift your hand and say, I receive the gift of the touch. Oh, anyway you want to touch me. Holy Spirit, touch me. Don't let this pass me by. Don't let this pass me by. Right now, right now. These are the days, the days of the lettering. Be on the watch out. Be on the watch out. The Lord is moving. That is the touch of God. Fire! That's the fire of God. More, 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 more. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for fresh fire. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. I hear the Holy Ghost saying, What you need is the freshness of my fire. Oh, 
the walls that are standing before you, you cannot move beyond. What you need is the fresh fire. Now lift your hand, everybody, and say fresh fire. Fresh fire. Fresh fire. I receive fresh fire. Robot, the Bible says on the day of Pentecost, a fire came upon each of them. I receive my own fresh, 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 fresh fire. Revival, 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 revival has come. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for listening to this message. We hope you were blessed. Please follow us on our social media handles. 